Up next, another episode of 30 Wise with Taylor, Derek, and Kurt. We are glad you are listening. Find us on Facebook at 30 Wise Podcast or send an email to 30wisepodcast at gmail.com. And now, what you all came to listen for, 30 Wise. Enjoy! And welcome into episode number four of the 30 Wise Podcast. Quattro. Four. Can you guys believe <laughs> we have made it this far? It's, oh, it's a miracle. What a wild run it's how been. How far we've come. We are in my basement tonight. I am joined by the one and only Taylor Herman. Hello. And Mr. Kurt Orchard. Good evening. Fellas, well, how are we doing tonight? Why am I not a mister? I'm doing well. You got to earn the title. <laughs> Damn it! Technically, I'm a doctor. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. out titles, <laughs> guys. We made it in episode four before that. <laughs> we made it all the way to episode four before we got that out there. Wow! So should we just recognize that? No, that's okay. Every time, no, that's okay. People get it. Doctor right. Kurt Orchard here. We the have love Doctor Kurt love Orchard. Doctor. I think that's perfect. <laughs> we got a special episode for you tonight. Tomorrow is Saint. Patrick's Day. Woo! Every young person's favorite holiday, right? 21 and older. Yep. So the one thing we want to start with, which we were talking about before, is your favorite St. Patrick's Day memory. And Taylor, you had a good one. Kick it off. All right. So there are a bunch, but my favorite St. Patrick's Day memory, or one of two, is... um, about six years ago now, I believe it is, my brother got married on St. Patrick's Day. So that weekend leading up to it, the day of, and everything after was just awesome. So week leading up to it, or day leading up to it, got everybody together. You do the groom's dinner. You know it's St. Patty's Day. We're having a great time. And then because my brother and my sister-in-law live in New Mexico right now, and they they got married in Florida... They didn't have bachelor or bachelorette parties. So night before they get married, guess what we did? So we split off and we have the bachelor and bachelorette parties. And it is just wild and crazy for both groups that are going. Because there was a lot of people that had never met each other prior to going. And there were people or prior Excellent. to being at this, this wedding. So, what could go wrong? Exactly. So you think about my wife had met my sister-in-law maybe a couple times before they got married. Obviously, they had talked and everything like that. Because they lived in New Mexico, we lived in Minnesota. They just never got together that often. I mean, it was once or twice a year. So you've got that dynamic of, again, people not knowing each other and just... Again, what do you do when you don't know people and you're at a party? You just drink more and you have a great time. So that night before, it was just great. And uh, we had a really good time. We got up. We played golf the morning of. Um, horrible for the wedding. E- e- no, because the wedding was <laughs> at like. They had to take the green tint out of the photos. Like, why do you all look green? It was St. Patty's Day. <laughs> <laughs> but all in all, it was a wedding on a beach in Florida. They had a separate area for the family they had, and then everybody else that was invited so we had key lime pie key lime pie martinis which were fantastic they had green beer they had the whole shebang and then again it was just an awesome night it's something that as you look back 
you, you look at your holidays and it's something that you're never going to forget based off of the fact that your brother got married on a holiday. Why did the bride want to get married on St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> Would your wives want you guys to get married on St. Patrick's Day? Well, any holiday, no. I have no idea. Especially one that's associated with drinking, probably not. That's unique. It is. It, again, it's something that you're not going to re- forget. It's one thing the husband will never forget that anniversary either. Exactly. It's not one that'll sneak up on him because he'll get plenty of warning. <laughs> well, exactly. My grandpa's 100% Irish. Maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. I mean, you look back at it, and it was just an awesome day. It was an awesome weekend, and it was just a great time. So, I mean, again, that's going to stick into my mind. I, I was the, uh, whatever you're called, the... Uh, groomsman? The groomsman. I was, there you go. No, what's the... the the best man. The best man. That's right. the one. Well, I got, for, for the <laughs> listeners out there. <laughs> that one where you hold the rings. <laughs> exactly. And you give a speech. And it's for your Something brother. Like it's, like on, you're, it's like when you're close to a guy and you're like the closest guy to him. And you stand the, up in the wedding right next to him. I, what's that one again? It's on the tip of my yeah, tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tip of my tongue and the tip of the teeth. Right, that's we, what that's what will happen when you get married on St. Patty's Day. Exactly I, I right. was there, right? <laughs> yeah. The picture I gave proven. a speech. <laughs> what? Um, so we haven't touched on it often during this podcast, but Kurt, you're from Wisconsin. So St. Patrick's Day is a it pretty, only comes up every podcast. Wisconsin's a, I mean, uh, St. Patrick's Day has got to be a pretty popular holiday in Wisconsin. Mm, we have fun, so you got to have some good yeah. stories. Well, I mean, I just well, look you, back you're at, the one that just shared the favorite candy of all states in the United States and yeah. what was Wisconsin? It was a mug of beer. It was beer. <laughs> they so, like it. Naturally, well, I mean, it's, I mean you guys all favorite day. dub us that so we might as well embrace <laughs> it. Whatever. Why not? I'm pretty sure up here in Minnesota you guys throw down just just about as much. It's natural. It's your favorite memory. So, I mean, I just I just look back at St. Patty's Day and um, just always with my, my roommate's Back in college, we'd get together and we'd make some Rubens and watch Boondock Saints, have a couple Guinnesses, just have a, a fun... A couple? A couple. Okay. And just have a, a good time hanging out, not worrying about school, not worrying about anything, really. Regardless of what day it is. Right. When you say roommates, does that mean you were in college? This was in college, yeah. Okay. And you went to college at the University of Wisconsin? Yes. Correct? For Drake University. So on St. Patrick's Day, you stayed in your apartment all night. Just sipping on Guinness. While Watching at college Boondock Saints. At the University of Wisconsin. <laughs> junior year, yes. You're holding that, out on us. No, that, that, <laughs> that year. It was, a, junior, it was a tradition. Junior year, I was the only one who was 21 at that point. Everyone okay. had Easter birthdays or later. So, Okay, so here's. So here, I'm going to bring up something that's related to St. Patty's Day. So as we look at St. Patty's Day, do you feel like it should be the 17th of March all the time? Or do you feel like it should be like the third Friday of the month of March? Well, there's a reason why it's a holiday. Yes. So I think changing the actual day would really not... What most people use it to celebrate is yeah, not the reason may not why be it's there. conducive to the day of the week that it is. But wouldn't it be and disrespectful? That's not necessarily what the holiday was supposed to be about. Well, I'm just bringing it up because you look at this year, St. Patty's Day is on a Sunday. Okay? So there's going to be... A group of people that are going to celebrate St. Patty's Day for what it is, and there's going to be the group of people that are just going to party hard Friday to Saturday night and just hit it like there's no tomorrow for two days. What's wrong with that? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but you know when you look at it that way, 
can't do, we, do that anymore. <laughs> responsibility. You can't change. The, you can't change the the day because it's an important event that makes it St. Patrick's Day, and that would be disrespectful to that event. I agree. Does anybody just, know what the event is? Well, St. Patrick drove all the snakes out of Ireland. Is that really what it was, or is that a wise tale? Look it up. <laughs> we know right, it's right underneath the Bemidji. All right, on to Derek's favorite memory. All right, so this is a favorite memory. It's a high and a low all in one day. <laughs> Can you imagine on St. Patrick's Day Derek. the emotions? So when I was, it was probably 22, 23 years old. Um, I was living in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and the Shriners in Sioux Falls had put together a fundraiser beer pong tournament. The Shriners. The Shriners, yep. And the Shriner building in Sioux Falls is a really big building. So they had, I mean, a the lot of The guys that drive around in the little cars. Exactly. And their fundraiser was you show up with your two-man team. You pay, I think it was like 20 bucks to get into the beer pong tournament. And then while you're in the tournament, you could drink as much green beer as you want because they had kegs and kegs and kegs of it. That's a hell of an idea. So my brother was there, and we entered the tournament, and they opened at 10, and we got there at about 9.55. All right, hold on. Twin brother Twin or brother. older brother? Twin brother. Oh, boy. Twin brother. Crazy Carl. Carl. Uh, so we get there. Um, we pay our 10 bucks, and the tournament doesn't start until 11, so we drink beer as much as we want for an hour. So that was fun. Other people showed up and started doing the same thing, and it was the fun St. Patrick's Day environment party. Exactly. And then you start the tournament, and I swear to God, I was hotter than a pistol. <laughs> I couldn't miss. He's on fire. And there, I, I promise you, there were Heating over. Up. Was there NBA <laughs> Jam rules in play? No. No backboards are from downtown. No, none of that. But there were over like 30-some teams. And we just kept advancing, kept advancing, kept advancing. And all of a sudden we got to the semifinals and we played people who were completely sober. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't miss. And then we figured out they were sober and it was pretty disheartening knowing that they entered a beer pong tournament, didn't drink, made it that far. And they probably ended up winning because the people in the championship round were probably just as far um, inebriated as we were at that point. Being it was St. Patrick's Day. So then you got a little mouthy. You were asked to leave. <laughs> You walk out of the building, it's still daylight. <laughs> and this is your favorite story about St. Patrick's Day or the one that sticks with you the most? The one that sticks with me because, man, you just when you get hot in beer pong like that and you start winning, it was a good feeling as a 23-year-old. <laughs> because didn't your... Does, doesn't your uncle or didn't your uncle found a parade in your hometown or a town close to yours? No, it didn't found it, but... Participates. Yeah, they still do that. They All actually right. did that today. All right. But again, that's really good stuff. But the one that sticks to me is that beer pong tournament. Because it's a sour taste in your stings. mouth. Because it stings? Yes. <laughs> well, who, who's sober in a beer pong tournament? Derek, the rules were you could drink as much as you wanted to. There they didn't require you. must you. drink as much as you can. I don't know. I, you should probably call up the Shriners and lodge a <laughs> formal complaint. That's what I tried to I'm do. I'm sure they're and I don't think I concerned. did it. In the, I don't think I. I don't think I. Um, in, <laughs> in the moment, you weren't. I don't think I addressed my concern. The best case appropriately. <laughs> in that point, they made the decision that you were better off outside of their facilities. Exactly. Oh, okay. They wouldn't let you drive one of their little cars. No. <laughs> How wild would that be? That'd be awesome. <laughs> so that's my favorite St. Patrick's Day memory. Um, I am an old father now, so I don't get into that sort of shenanigans anymore. I don't know about you two, but that is long gone for me, but those memories will live forever. Sitting here right now with you two is probably the wildest thing (laughs) I'll do all weekend. (laughs) The other other big thing we're debating, it's a big thing that's happening in our community right now, is we are trying in Ootana to get a new high school built. Mm -hmm. It's run into some 
um, problems as far as getting approved in the past. As always. As always. And we're, we're, we're up again where I think here in the near future they're going to have another vote whether they want to approve it or not. I think May 10th, I believe. May, May 10th. Um, what are you guys' thoughts? New school, if it happens, if it doesn't happen, what does it mean for our community? So first question, because I've gone through it in a couple different scenarios. Have either of you been in a situation where you're either had the referendum up where okay not no atana but just in in previous where you're actually going to school in a school that was up for a referendum yes okay no no yes no okay so there's there's two ways to think about it because the one thing is how run down is the school correct and then the other part of it is what are we bringing to the community by having a new school because you're when when you look at it if the school is run down you're likely losing kids it's not just about the kids it's about also the families and are those families going to want to stay in your school district our so, business is going to want to stay exactly exactly so you look at it and you say all right how bad is the school in and if the school is going to be condemned well there's not much that you can do about it you're either going to have the school and you're going to lose it in your community and then those kids are going to go to some other community to go to school, which is what also what almost happened to the school district that I was in. Okay. Or you're going to build the school because you want to keep those kids in the school district. You want to have that new school and you want to have those kids as well as the families, as well as the businesses that want to do that. So, again, it, it, there, there's a lot of different ways to think about it, but... The biggest thing that I can think of is the funding piece of it. And there's always a, a huge piece that the funding is going to come around to. So is it fair to say that you're for a new school? Yeah. All right, so my pushback, plain devil's advocate, is, well, socialist Taylor, how are you going to pay for it? Because nothing's <laughs> free. They're going to have to raise taxes on everybody. Well, exactly. And is that fair for people who, one, don't have kids in the school, and two, own a lot more property that'll incur a lot more of those taxes. So who are we talking about that are, that are the people that don't have the kids in the school? The people that are retired and had a kid in the school at one point? Yes. And when the school was built 40 or 60 or 85 years ago or however long we've had this school? Yep. That it was brand new at their time? Yes. So what was the deal at that point? They went through the same thing. They already paid for it, and that's what they're bitter about. Now they're having to pay for another one because they already paid for something that their kids already got use out of. Well... My kids need to have a school that's safe to go into, that has the facilities that we want to be able to have, and that is available for everybody that we want to have it for. And I think the thing that I've thought of most and brought up when we've talked about this is it's important for any community. I mean, unless you're in a gigantic metro area where there's, you know, you can go this, you know, north, south, east, or west and grab a you school. five minutes, right. This is literally come down to for anyone that's in a in a community somewhere away from a giant metro area this is how you keep your community alive you have to have it's it's a key part of it because you have to have that draw to to want people to stay in your town uh the businesses are going to have obviously the the parents that are working there are going to have kids in the school um and and you're going to want to keep bringing in more kids from the surrounding area. Well, and just to hit Otherwise, on you end up just starting to decline. Well, and just to hit on that, Oatana may be, I mean, it's relatively a small town. Where I'm not going to say it's a, a small town where you're in rural Minnesota where you have 2,500 people. 
But and that's I mean that's the town that I grew up in, and that we had a consolidated school where there was six or seven towns that were made up of everything. But you have Owatonna, which is a relatively small community compared to the Rochesters and the Mankatos of the world. And then you you look at it and go, all right, we may be a small town, but we've got some big players in in our communities of companies and businesses that are here. You look at the Federated, you look at the Wangers, you look at the Virecon, and those people are not necessarily going to live in this town, the higher ups, because of the fact of our school. So how does that play a factor? What do we need to that's why the school is such a big piece of that that product of what Owatana is and what it can be. If we don't have that school are we going to be able to keep those businesses here? Okay, let me propose this question to you guys. And again, as devil's advocate, what if the school is just fine the way it is and can be fine just the way it is for another five, six, seven years when it makes sense to spend that additional money on something else? So if it's, if it's, if it's good for another five to seven years... Are we putting money into it to make it good for five to seven years? Or is it it just... To make it last for five to seven years. And how much is that? Not nearly as much. We'll just say a fraction of what it would cost to build a new school. But again, you go back to, all right, it's $140 million that we need for a new school, and it's $20 million that we need to renovate or update to make it so that it lasts for another seven years. That's another $20 million that we're already sinking in that they're approving that's going to go there. Why would we do that? Because there are roads in Otana that could use updating. Oh, you're completely right. There are a lot of other things that more of the the general public will use that could uh, that could essentially be enhanced that more people would get use out of than a new school. So why not put our tax dollars toward that instead of a new school? So again, we're doing we're doing the greater good for a greater amount of people. Didn't you ever hear that the children are our future? <laughs> and this applies for every community out there. For those of you not familiar with Owatonna, for those of you listening out of state, around the world, thank you. And uh, we're, we're at about 27,000 people. 28. 28, yeah. So that's that's roughly what Owatonna is looking at. And we have a lot of good considered white collar and blue collar work a good mix of it so we're a healthy town or healthy city community, um, community and we're in people continue to come in the the concern here is is the same as in any community like ours or similar if if this school doesn't come we're concerned that it's going to discourage the companies to stay here yeah. as the town right two towns right down the road like 40 minutes east and west of us they're growing yep Maybe they base their company there instead if we're not going to invest in this uh, school to continue to be a draw for young people to move here so that they can raise families here. That's why I'm 100% for it. I got it. I agree with you 100%. The last thing I want to touch on in regards to this topic is, and add something else, feel free to add anything else that you want to, but I don't know a single reason why any small business owner, because I think small businesses are the heartbeat of smaller communities. Yeah, We talked about the bigger companies that are in town right now. I think it would be a huge blow to any small business owner if a new school doesn't get built, because those companies will be affected quicker and at a greater level than those big companies that are currently in town right now. Right, because they're, they're, they have less people working at their company. And they have a let. Right now, we're at obviously in in the economic era that we're in. We're at a an all time low for unemployment. So that it's hard to find people to fill in your jobs. 
it it's it's one of those things. So the last thing that I wanted to just bring up, going back to Derek's topic, was the roads piece. And the roads piece is we live in Minnesota. Every freaking road has a problem. Every town has a problem with roads. Every community has a problem with roads. The whole state of Minnesota has a problem with roads because winter just wreaks havoc on roads. The so entire Midwest. It's, it, it's, just, it's just one everywhere. of those things that, yeah, we might all get more out of it, but everybody's got a problem. So regardless of the town or the city or wherever you're going, you're going to have that problem. Yeah, I, I, I was just talking with somebody at one of our other, that I know in a different community that's in southern Minnesota, they said that a car was driving down the road in a small town and a, a wheel fell off because of the pothole it hit. It's not just Owatonna that has a problem with roads. All of us have a problem with roads. That's a bigger issue that we're not going to get into. But, you know, when you look at roads as the example, that's something that, yes, it does affect most people. But is it the highest and best use of the funds that we could have? So Well, you could pick out a, multi- a number of different items instead of right. roads that you could replace with that. I'm just saying, as a devil's advocate, shouldn't we look at spending our tax dollars on things that more of the community will use instead of a new school? Right. Again, I I would say it's more of a waterfall. If you don't do this, then businesses, people, leave, which means less tax dollars, which means less money to spend on your roads, less money to spend on law enforcement, less, and slowly but surely it starts to diminish everything you're exactly right it's an economic driver whether people want to say so or not that is going to boost everything else in our community and it starts right there great points um the other thing i want to touch on we had a conversation before this on an entirely lighter note an entirely lighter (laughs) note we are we are dads in our 30s which means we grew up watching the same type of tv shows or at least those of us who had cable did speak for yourself yeah total burn (laughs) and privileged one over here so we kind of we, we we put together a list of some of our favorite old TV shows, and we're going to kind of talk about how they compare to what our kids watch right now. I can't believe you guys have never seen or heard of the show Singled Out on MTV. Again, that blows my not mind. necessarily again, it goes a show back. I watched as a kid. But again, it, it goes back to you were a privileged kid who had cable. No, I had an older brother who watched shows that <laughs> I wouldn't walk into a living room and grab the remote and change it, so I watched it, which I'm glad I did because that show was awesome. <laughs> Other good ones that we talked about, Saved by the Bell. You guys Saved, Saved by the by Bell was right? an awesome show. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Did that like make you want to move to California and it wanted me to be school? No, it didn't. It didn't necessarily do that, but it made you it made you think about the friends and the and the life that you wanted to have. Because that is that was the friendship and the group of friends that you were like, hey, I want to have a group of friends like that because I've got the sports guy and I've got the hot cheerleader and I've got, I've got <laughs> the laid back m- chill yeah, guy. Yeah, and, exactly. And the nerd, I've got the nerd. And, uh, I mean, you, you've surrounded and yourself. And the bookworm and all that. Yeah, you surrounded like, yourself with the with the group of friends that you want to have, and you look back at it now and you're like. That's Holy totally shit. not I was how that high school. Person. It's totally not how high school was either. Because it's like those six dynamics. You look at the main characters; those were all clicks, and they didn't talk to each Separate other. Separate clicks, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like the sports guys didn't talk to the cool guys. Didn't <laughs> talk to the. So the world wants to know the ones who've not met Kurt Orchard. Kurt Orchard, which character most represents you from Saved Ooh. by the Bell? <laughs> I think he's AC Slater, just because of the pipe. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gun show just screams AC Slater. Are we talking about now or when he was in high school? Well, I can't imagine how it was in high school. Yeah. How about you? 
ridiculous. Well, who do I relate to more? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't even know. Probably, probably Screech. <laughs> but since Derek spoke for me, Lori and I dressed up as Kelly Kapowski and Zach Morris for Ooh. Halloween one year. Loved it. It was awesome. Did you? Did I you? definitely. For those of you who know me, um, or, or will, don't. or at some point when we put some pictures of ourselves up on <laughs> Facebook, I am not the one who looks like AC Slater. Not. Nope. <laughs> All right. By your guys' response, by your response, I'm going to rattle off some old TV shows. Yeah. Um, just quick lightning round thoughts on it. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Great. It was an awesome cartoon. Now the new one that they're putting out, absolute garbage. Boy Meets World. Love that show, Mr. Feeney. Genius. It almost <laughs> great it, mentor. But it almost spins off on the Save by the Bell thing. Uh, almost. Tool time. Great. Tool time? Loved it. Timeless. Timeless. Still, <laughs> still would still. I watch. I it. would watch that. I, show. I watch it. Yeah. Still to this day. Good stuff. I watch his new show because of it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Barney. Standing. Barney. I think I watched that because of my. I had a younger sister. Otherwise, I don't. Th- I think at that point it I taught been too good theories, but the whole thing about whatever else happened in that show and Doug. Yes, fun show. Again, Enjoyed it. Again. cartoon. I version. had to wait till I was over at your house because I didn't have cable. <laughs> cartoon up. version of Boy Meets World <laughs> and Saved by the Bell combined. Rugrats. Interesting I show. I cannot speak to it. I think that was bigger than majority of other shows we just got done talking about. Because that had two movies, and it was on forever, right? Well, not only that, but it, it was a cartoon and it that did, was it that was based off of babies. It so exactly it, 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 reached a, it reached a wider audience than yep. some of the things that we're talking about because yes. of the age groups that you can hit. And it did exactly what Saved by the Bell did, because it had each individual baby have their separate personality that yeah. fit a specific click within a group. Yeah. Right? Exactly. You had your leader, the nerd, the twins, whatever else. All right, here's a good one. Full House. Love that show. Yep. Did you want to be Uncle Jesse after watching that? Um, I did. <laughs> if yeah. I could, I would because, have my hair out. Because why? He was cool. He sang. He had a motorcycle. Who was the other wife. guy? What do you mean, who's the other guy? Who was the Uncle other Joey? Uncle Joey. Uncle That's Joey? the guy that I wanted to be. The comedian guy? The goofy yeah. one in the basement. The goofy one. Who used to do the woodchuck impersonation? That's probably why. You were a young kid and that's who you looked up to? <laughs> Was Uncle Joey? I just and yeah. not Uncle Jesse. Everybody loved the woodchuck. Danny Tanner. Danny Everybody Tanner, loved yeah. the woodchuck. A father. Now that you're father, I was gonna say. Now that yeah, you're right? father, is there a better raising father his figure? girls on his own with the help of his two guy friends? Is there a better father figure? Life partners. Is there a better father figure? Was there a better father figure TV? in a TV show growing up? And don't say Bill Cosby. <laughs> growing up, then then then. No, but now possibly. Who? The guy off of This Is Us, Jack. Oh, yeah. How about this a kid is show? Us, Jack. So we're, we look at our kid shows that kids watch right now. We got Mickey. We still got Sesame Street. We got something called Dino Trucks, Paw Patrol, and Super Wings. Super Wings. All right. So you look at that it's list. It's about airplanes that fly packages to different areas of the world, and then they teach the kids new langu- ways to say hello in different languages. All right, I got, I, it's a cultural. Now, cultural Kurt has phenomenon. gone from... No cable, basically living on barely any running water as a child, and now he has gone to the top. <laughs> to having cable. Where he has got cable. And, and no, I actually got rid of cable. <laughs> he got rid had of cable long enough, and I, I don't agree with the fact that... But he's that's streaming. A, that's a completely different topic. He's still streaming. Yeah, from right. the bottom, and now he's up top. The fact yeah. that, why don't they give me a deal for being a customer longer? 
I, we can talk about okay, that another we, time. That's a I, big I tangent, and we're running out of time. But, here, so I don't but really here's what here's here's the thing that I want to say. Thought. Well, the thing that I want to say about the the kids shows now is that two of them, and the ones that primarily our kids probably watch the most, are derived from shows that were popular back when we were there. So, and they're still good. You look at. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and you look at Sesame, Sesame Street. Street, still solid. Still solid, both awesome shows. But you look at what you said with Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The TV shows was good, apparently, what, what you said back then. Yeah. The movie was really good. The movies were really, the movies really were great. good. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the movies are not that great, and the TV show, again, you said is not that great. All right, so well, you look at a timeless show... And that's where I think our kids are going to learn from it the most is those things that are timeless. All right, one thing before uh, before we wrap it up is I said Boy Meets World. Nobody brought up Topanga. Heartthrob. Right? Smoke Absolutely. show. <laughs> well, everybody, thanks for listening again. Uh, this is Kurt signing out from 30 Wise, our St. Patrick's Day edition. Uh, wishing you all safety tomorrow. Make some good decisions. Don't be a sober beer pong player. Count how many Guinnesses you have and make a good decision from there. Uh, check us out on Facebook at 30 Wise Podcast. Shoot us an email at 30 wisepodcast at gmail.com. Comments on previous shows or topic, topics you would like us to discuss. Thanks again for listening.